0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Like-Minded Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is where you get your regular fix of performance art. Um, Can I say, welcome back to our old listeners who have been with us since the start of Series 2 now, but also welcome to new listeners that I know we're picking up all all the time. Um, I'm excited about today's podcast, and I know that my co-host, Caitlin Bradley, is excited about it because she's excited every week, regardless of who we've got. So, Caitlin, welcome. How are you?
1: Hello, Bob. I'm very well, thank you. How are you?
0: I'm good, I'm good. Have you had a good week?
1: Um, so far, so good. yeah, yeah, we just worked' been crazy, but it's
0: good. it's good. Well the, the weird thing is we're turning around these podcasts so quickly that it's like I thought I was talking to you yesterday so we can't do that thing of what have you been up to because I've, I've only spoken to you five minutes ago so <laughs> it's, it's good to see it anyway. so welcome. Now um, let's get on with the show because I'm really excited about today's show and, and the guests that we've we've got on because we have a couple of people from Blackfest, um, which is a local kind of Liverpool-based um, art festival. It was piloted in, in 2018, I think. Um, I just love the work that they're doing in terms of promoting Black artists um, across community spaces and venues, and the kind of range of things that they cover, include music, film, theatre, visual arts, spoken word, poetry. They've just got everything going on. So it's a really exciting venture. So um, we've got two of the directors with us. We have uh, Jabida Katon. Welcome, Jabida. How are you?
1: Hiya, Bob. It's great to be here. Thank you for having us.
0: Oh, no. Thank you so much for coming along. And my fellow Birkenhead here, Susan Golliger. <laughs> Susan, welcome. Thanks for coming along. Welcome. Oh, thank
2: you very much for inviting us.
0: Oh, no, you, you're more than welcome. Now, can I start with Jibita? Uh, um, first of all, can you give us an overview of where did Blackfest come from? Where did it start? Tell us about the, the oranges, uh, or, oranges of it. The oranges! Origins of it. <laughs> tell us about the origins of Blackfest, please, and how it all started.
1: So, yeah, as you can tell, I'm not from Liverpool, so I graduated in... Um, In 2009, um, gosh, it's a long time ago, um, in performance arts in Mm -hmm. uh, Salford um, University. I moved to um, Liverpool in 2013. It's a bit of outreach with every man. I took a mm. bit of break because I got married to a scouser, unfortunately. Oh, and I decided, day, uh, no. <laughs> the best kind, <laughs> yeah. So um, I decided to then take a little bit of a break, and then when I came back into the arts, I was accepted onto an artistic director leadership program, which was to support kind of seeing more um, leaders within and changing the face of leadership. Um, and through this, I kind of. to see the art scene a little bit more because when i came to liverpool initially i was doing outreach for everyman in north liverpool so everybody i came across was white and um and at that time the everyman wasn't built as well Mm -hmm. the new shiny building that you see so for me i was like really feeling like oh my god is this it and i was actually questioning if arts was for me actually at that stage Um, because it was quite elitist. I, I felt quite out of place, I'm not going to lie, at that stage. Mm. Um, when I came back and I was on the artist Leadership Programme, um, I met um, a Black artist, Daniel Sabienge, at the Slate Artist Nights at Unity Theatre. So Slate okay. Artist Nights were a programme uh, done by um, a theater, a theater, uh, by a company called Eclipse Theatre, Um, And they had slate enablers in in Liverpool whereby they support artists of colour to Mm -hmm. access theatre and see how they can kind of get their performances up onto stage. So it was a little programme that I kind of, and it gave artists like black artists, brown artists to come and collaborate, share stories, meet. And yeah, lo and behold, um, I met really amazing black and brown artists and I was like, wow, this is Liverpool. And I was like, really excited. I was like. And then through through kind of getting to know more of the artists at that time, this was in 2018, and kind of decided to start the festival and create our own opportunities. We met spoken word artists, musicians, Mm -hmm. um, you know, producers, film dancers. And I was like, wow, we can actually really create a lovely infrastructure. And, and start to change the ecology that we see, the social ecology of arts in Liverpool, and support people to network. So if we created a platform where, you know, other artists um, that run predominantly white companies, like theatre companies, they can come to our shows and then see um, some of the, the artists that are there and see if that opens up more doors for collaborations and things like that. So, yeah, yeah. Um, our theatres were very underrepresented, you know, the underrepresentation within all the theatres were very, very low. So at that specific time, um, I know there had obviously been really lovely things that happened in the past, but there's just suddenly, there was just a dip in 2018 for some reason. But um, yeah, and that's, that's, we piloted the festival. We did that um, initially in the CASA. Um, oh yeah 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 in the caster
2: that's where we started a little
1: soft spot for the caster guys yeah frederick street so we did we did um the music night was in caster in the caster and we did a spoken word night in the um fredericks and then we moved um can we we kind of showcased two playwrights and we did um a diversity dialogue so we thought that and it was a conscious choice i thought that the festival could also hold institutions to account, talk talk to artists and kind of create that dialogue and keep that dialogue constantly open. So Mm. every year in the festival, we decided to have a diversity dialogue, which invites everybody to kind of discuss how we can kind of get that kind of wheel moving. So we're all kind of working together um, and there's lots of opportunities for everybody and we improve equality. And, And then yeah 2019 we just upped our game we got Definitely all the institutions year, in, we yes. got <laughs> we got all the institutions involved philharmonic hall blue coat international slavery museum unity theater Everyman, and we we're doing very very you know radical work um yeah it really
0: snowballed and took off and just went on so many platforms and so many areas yeah
1: yeah and so um Yeah, we did a scratch night at Unity Theatre with and we showcased Ashley Nugent, who's Mm -hmm. an amazing artist who talks about his dual heritage and his play was around his experience of being mixed race and being in the prison system um, Mm -hmm. in Jamaica and stuff like that. And he's obviously released a book and stuff. We're still in touch with him and we've platformed his book this year, so through twenty twenty. And um, yeah, you
0: had one of our old guests, Jerry Clarkson uh, on as well, which is is to Blackfest and and we just love him.
1: We love Jerry as well. Yes. So we also run like so we also introduced Blackfest um, Live Lounge as well in 2019. Also giving a platform for artists to network Um, and also find out a bit more about the festival, but also try new work. So the live lounge, however, is like, we've kind of kept that platform very, very open to everybody to use, mm. like to, to take advantage job and like, kind of just really network. So we've had kind of all sorts of artists, you know, like from, you know, like every, everybody's been on, on you know, on, on that platform, which is amazing. And then we have the festival um, in 2019. We en- we ended up, we ended doing a celebration night as well at the Philharmonic Hall, which was amazing. But you know, it, is, it has opened up so many doors to, you know, even economically for the city as well. If we yeah. keep on growing it citywide, working together, breaking barriers, bringing communities together, you know, investing in businesses. In 2019, we also did like a healing day where we invited black businesses and um, kind of holistic businesses and stuff because within African cultures rooted in herbal remedies and all these kind of, and I wanted to take it back to those kind of, and especially in COVID, we're we're noticing that actually going back to nature, being in touch with, you know, going back to all of our kind of remedies, our grandmas and our aunts Mm -hmm. used to make for us and all of those things are very, very vital to our our immune systems and stuff like that. So, you know, we knew that from in 2019 as well, it's something, uh, an area of interest. And we had, um, you know, uh, a lovely artist from um, London who came up as well who runs um, African Ritual Theatre. So she uses African rituals and physicality and stuff like that in re-embodying and calling upon the ancestors to come and support and guide them and stuff like that. And, you know, people have come to our events and become best friends after leaving workshops you know we've had you know someone come from all the way up from north liverpool said i've never been to a black event or interacted with the black community and it's been so mm. lovely and i want to do it again it's fabulous mm. so you oh, know it is
0: it groundbreaking
1: it was just the the feedback we got we had people telling us we were changing the world and you know <laughs> Liverpool. it was it's just amazing and then we also showcased um the lgbtqi pride community on mm. um in the first uh 2019 in a in fact and we had the lovely sandy hughes who a lot of people may know got an lcr award as well for mm-hmm. recognizing her work or you know she's been recording and documenting history in liverpool for such a long time and i'm so glad she got recognition which she's um identifies as uh, obviously a lesbian so she's she kind of kind of told the audiences and um how her experiences and people said i it, ch- it changed my life, transformed my life by hearing her mm. story just to feel accepted in society. Yeah. It was just a huge thing. Like, like thing that was such an important session. Oh, that was such an important film. It was such an important session with Sandy. It was just so amazing. And, you know, we've had poets as well, the Spoken Word Night. Yeah. We've, had, we've had amazing musicians on. And, and then 2020, we were hit with the, you know... Um,
0: the C word,
1: Confused. let's not say it, let's not say the it. The C, C word. word, the C word, <laughs> the C word. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Like, you know, all these artists are going to be losing work and stuff like this. And, you know, we're all we're all about, you know, equity as well. So we, you know, straight away we decided to, we moved our BlackFest Live Lounge um, digital. We did a BlackFest Night In series. Yeah. So, you, you know, we got onto YouTube. And then um, we did a socially distanced event um, with the Palm House. At the Palm House, again, all the community that came together in the Palm House, they were like, Chibida, you just delivered us a little mini festival. We had Mm. Curtis Watt with the Djembe. We had Francisco from Luma Creations. Again, we had Jerry, again, Jerry Clarkson. Mm. It was Black Lives Matter focused because obviously Mm. last year, you know... That was
0: what was happening, yeah. ...what
1: happened at that time, you know, and it was just... A celebration, one thing that we have to take away as well, that celebration and joy, celebrating Mm -hmm. Africa, Mm. celebrating African-Caribbean culture, the resistance of joy is a resistance. Just existing and being and enjoying life and those things are resistance. And Mm. I think, you know, part of that is we've always said, you know, celebrate Black arts, you know, celebrate with us. Everybody's got something from, you know, Black culture, everybody, society. And if you look back in the history books, you know, medicine and all the influence from Black culture has been amazing, yes, and
2: yes.
1: so I feel like yeah, it was just something that we
0: con- need it's, to continue it's such to do. A positive force as, yeah. as well, yeah, it really. It, is. But it
1: brings people together. Honestly, it's brought so many people together. We also did a um, a big Zoom at the end during the Christmas. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a big Zoom social with Big Condo Records as well.
2: Um, oh, yeah, we yeah.
1: a, and that that included every, again. We, we are looking ways to kind of you know, really involve the whole community in BlackFest. Um, and also um the digital festival was fantastic. Again, we, the diversity dialogues this, this year round was different. We decided to talk about and get, we had Joe Anderson on there, Anna Rothery, the first Black Lord Mayor. We had Leona Vaughan, who's a, you know, academic. So we were mixing ad- academics and arts and we are moving towards, you know, the three... Our, our three beliefs are education equality and empowerment so yeah. you know education is huge as well so you know our platform does educate um it entertains as well that's another e i think i should just add that as well in <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah it's well looking forward to we are to growing 20, um, 2020.
0: um, september 2021 what's what's happening
1: September twenty twenty one. Oh my gosh! You know what? I've not at the moment. We're delivering some educational courses at the moment. Yeah. Um, so we're doing three W E A projects. Like I said, we we are developing as a organization ourselves because as much as it's a platform, it's also about developing our communities and developing um um black artists and making sure that they've got the opportunities to upscale and you know really develop so you know we've got a research project which is the the house music project which is again another another genre that a lot of black contributions have gone to and it actually started in Chicago so um um we are researching that we've got a really lovely research group together and we've got amazing artists like DJ Paulette and Funk Butcher you know who's founded like Houseology so we're bringing in Quite amazing artists from other cities as well into the city, Mm -hmm. which is, we should celebrate that as well. And so hopefully, we have like an anthology about house music so people can access it in Toxteth Library, which will be archived. We're going to collect some stories from Toxteth about the rave culture in Liverpool. Mm -hmm. And they're going to also do some music production and, you know, learn some skills in presenting as a group as well, like a presentation. So there will be a sharing as well where we're going to share this. A bit like a gig style, but with a bit of academia within it as well. Um, and then um, we've got um, the self-love film project. Obviously, yes. Black Lives Matter yes. really put you're focus on your, your
0: social media at the moment. Yeah, tell us a bit about that.
1: So it's basically the self-love project is targ- You know, is for um, black young people because mm. obviously it really affected. Um, them last year with the Black Lives Matter. Yes. Um, and we felt that actually this course, it just needed to have a safe space for Black young people to get together and really celebrate themselves yes. and really help their confidence and things like that. So that's a film project they're going to be learning, filming, editing, and all of that hands on. Um, so hopefully we, you'll be seeing that screened somewhere. So I hope both of you, Bob Brilliant. and Caitlin, you best be there with us. Um, oh, 100%, we're going to be there. All, all three of these projects will be shared and there'll be a sharing of some sort. And the last one is a Black Disability Arts. Now, the House Music Project is over, open to everybody. Mm. Um, and again, with the, um, the dance one, hip-hop dance project that we're doing, which is to make dance, hip-hop dance accessible for people who identify with a disability or identify as disabled. And the reason is... Um, you know through covid they have also been you know affected really yeah. really badly They've with been everything
0: isolating loads of the time yeah
1: it's been so horrible for them as well so i felt like this one is to kind of support people who identify as being disabled and mm-hmm. we've got a lovely artist called nathan gavin who runs rational Arts. he's been on bbc strictly uh, it takes two wow. yeah um, yeah and he was showcased on that um he's helped people with visual impairments access hip-hop dancing and you have to see the testimony if you just type oh, it in that's
0: gonna be fantastic you'll
1: see it online he's an absolutely amazing person and if yeah. you show, go on our socials you'll see a little clip from the bbc that's been shared um and to have him here come here and support you know our community to do something nice and put a performance yeah. together and share it and learn some hip-hop dance it's just a feel-good factor as well it's just you know all We've been so locked in and it's been so horrible and I'm hoping we can do this face-to-face because obviously the lockdown is getting slightly eased. So oh, we're yeah. Fingers, yeah. fingers crossed we can do yeah. all of this face-to-face.
2: Yeah. So those
1: are the three projects at the moment. The festival, we are planning. Yeah. And again, we're just talking to our partners to see what, what we come up with this year. Um, Last it's year really,
0: was... early days. It's
1: early days, yeah. Early days, yeah. yeah. But it is from the 20th to the 26th this year with a separate celebration night again hopefully we'll be at the philharmonic hall which we we hope to to oh, i'm to so looking forward have. to that
0: it's just it, it's just enormous and it's growing and growing all the time so it, it's just fantastic Um we just
1: hope we can get it citywide honestly we just want everyone to get involved as well yeah, yeah, you know absolutely. it is a it is a platform for black artists 110 but we mm-hmm. want to also break barriers um you know last year we saw a gentleman come from manchester and get unfortunately get beat up in our city and it was just yeah. a bit sad so it's mm. like you know as much as you know this is positive we need to continue this and you know we do we do want to also continue to educate and continue to keep linking up with with different regions of the c- city north and south and, yeah. and yeah. keep connecting
0: and art and culture is is just the bridge to do that hopefully it is
1: 100 percent. yeah
0: well I I want to turn to Susan because I want to hear of um, a, the great personal kind of journey that, that she's been on. Um, so Susan, um, tell us about your involvement of how you first um, got, uh, how, how did you hear of Blackfest? How did you first get involved? Oh
2: gosh, yes, it's, uh, it's only sort of just over a year ago, 18 mm. months or so, nearly two years. But it feels like so much longer. Um, Basically, I took my mum up to... Sorry, my dog is playing in the background. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I I took my mum up to the Granby um, Mm markets over over the early summer period. And um, I bumped into... Jubida, there um, was a store for Blackfest, and I explained that um, I did workshops um, for, with African art. Mm-hmm. And um, she took my, my details, and that was it, really. Then uh, well, a couple of.
0: Um, well, as, as we've witnessed, there's no getting away from Jubida once she gets into yeah. you. So, I mean,
2: <laughs> you know, she is has uh, incredible foresights. Yeah. Um, and it is very infectious and actually yeah. you know it's um what she does is that she empowers other people yes Absolutely.
1: yeah
2: you know the passion um, she's
1: got you could feel the passion when she's talking yes
2: yes and you know she she what you see is what you get you know there's yeah. there's no angle um yeah. there's no angle and you know that's what i find very refreshing um, so anyhow, so you
0: volunteer to do these workshops for, for women on textiles.
2: Well, I, I was I was, um, I was given a contract to do to deliver the workshop, mm. um, and then I don't normally get to Liverpool very often. Mm. And as you know, on Birkenhead's um, mm. the places where we used, um, used to get a lot of African people. And the groups that used to be here have all gone. Um, mm-hmm. I actually came to the Wirral back in the 70s. Um, not a lot of people <laughs> know that, but um I kept my. You family must have been the in. only black
0: person on the Wirral then or something. Yeah. Well, th-
2: this is a perception that people have, although there have actually been families who have been here for many, many years. It's just that um I was having a conversation with my, my mother the other week and uh, she said, well, there aren't, many, you know, there aren't many people in, black people in, on the rural. And I said, well, a large percentage of them will be employed by the health service. And mm. so they'll be at work. So, yeah. and the rest of us who are working, we're at work. So when you go into town, you're not going to see us. Yeah, yeah. You know? and it's it's <laughs> I quite logical. It's you, quite um, logical, you know. Yeah, You know, so um, anyway, anyway, I digress, you know. And... <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'd had a bad year, um, and I thought this women's group just seemed to be offering something that I really related to, um, and so I joined it, and it was fabulous. We had people like Curtis Watts, we had um, Marge Morgan coming to do um, writing with us, mm. we had uh, Alicia Shante doing some really amazing work, we um, were using clay um, as a medium to think about ourselves and our developments and you know, the human aspect of touch. Mm. Um, and it, it was just extraordinary. Um, mm. Very talented artists, very, very talented artists. And so what I got from those um, sessions was confidence. But also, um, I was empowered to actually do the things I want to do and not feel guilty about enjoying myself. And and I think a lot of us, um, when you've had responsible jobs, you think you've got to be a certain (laughs) way. And if it's too much fun, you're obviously not working. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. But um, what was so powerful was that, um, the, the, the friendships that developed within the group, but also extended over the time of the, of the courses. So yeah. the people that we got to know um, in that session, some of us also met, met up later. Okay. But what it did for me was just sort of free, blow some of the cobwebs out. Um, and it, it just gave me a, a whole different perspective about what it was I wanted to do. Mm. Um, with my time and so after the course I decided to go on another course and um, that was a workshop at the Everyman about finding your authentic self and that was really interesting because for the first time you were allowed to think about yourself, <laughs> you know? Think about, I know, you know we often, don't do it enough. <laughs> how often are you allowed to just think about stuff that you've done and, and about yourself without people going, oh, look at her, you know? And um, it was really interesting because we then turned it into a monologue. And, you know, I've not done drama since Well, you must
0: have been well out of your comfort zone here.
2: Oh, gosh. <laughs> I wasn't. Expe- I didn't know what I expected, but theatre drama seemed to go hand in hand. <laughs> but that wasn't yeah. what was going through my head. I had no. And then suddenly, I had to do this monologue, and it was quite liberating at the same mm. time. And you know, did it, enjoyed the session, met some really interesting black art artists, and then I get a call from Jabida saying, "Oh, Susie." Um, we're doing a play and there's a part I think you would really like. <laughs> and I'm going, inside it's, oh my God. Yeah. Oh Me <laughs> acting, I can't do that. Yeah. And I, said, I said, oh, I don't know about that. I said, oh, Susie, you'd be great, you'd be fine. Well, um, you, you know you
0: can't say no to Jupiter, so it was always gonna happen. <laughs> and,
2: and, and also, I was going through a phase where I was saying yes to things that I would normally say no to. So that I is said, my yes. life. <laughs> We've all you been know, through those yeah. Six months before, um, i said no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> How embarrassing! Um, and so I, I, actually went along and um, took took the part on. Um, but what, what I said to her was, um, "Send me the script, because I didn't want to say no." And I didn't want to commit myself without actually knowing what it was I was doing. <laughs> I, I, you must excuse me, my dog is um making a tremendous noise at the park. Oh no, we, we,
0: we're we're more than used to pets here on this podcast.
2: <laughs> oh dear. Anyhow, um she sent me the script and it was called The Half Moon, and it was written by actually a family friend of ours, um Tyra mm. Luku, who is an amazing um singer and and writer. <laughs> Mm. and as I read through my parts, I thought wow I could do this yeah I don't know if I've got the front to but I could do I could see myself doing this so I said yes and and of course when those moments when you're flicking through it only seems like a few pages (laughs) (laughs) it was something like there's a whole scene (laughs) there was a whole scene that I had to go oh my god I've never actually managed to to learn learn all this, but um, with Shabida's direction, see what I actually learned was how actors work on plays, what they have to think about, um, when they see the words that are written there, the the way they have to break that down to get the Mm. character out and to um, translate it into movement. Absolutely fascinating. I Mm. had not a clue. Absolutely no idea that that's what actors did because you know when you're at school, you're told do this, do that, sound like yes. this, so yeah. the lines and avoid the furniture. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what we yeah. do. Yeah, um, and <laughs> so the much amount of analysis and breaking down that goes on was a real eye opener for me. Um, anyhow, I. My part was Princess Fatima, and then Jabita said, Oh, well, you need to wear something you know, really legal. And <laughs> me, my thing is African textiles, um, that's my specialist area. Yeah, yeah. And so I said, said to mum, Right, have you got some gowns? And we went through the wardrobe and um, found a gown. And then Jabita oh, was saying, Oh, gosh, we need to find some props, like a mask and stuff. And I go, Oh. By the way, Teresa, um, Afrograph has masks and things. Um, Afrograph is actually a business that my mum and I run, um, which um, promotes West African arts and culture. Wow, I didn't know so, that as well. Um, look at you. <laughs> so this, this mask and some beads and things were the props that were used on, on the set. Wow. Um, but it, you know, it was absolutely incre- an incredible experience. Um, I've never... I think the last time I did anything like that on stage, sort of proper acting, I mean, I, I did a bit of chorus stuff in, um, at Christmas time, but that's not the same. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it was literally in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> fantastic. <laughs> and, you know, on, on the night of the show, it was sheer fear that got me through. <laughs> um, yeah, and, you know, that part of that was because I knew that I had to give it yeah, yeah, everything.
0: Because you don't yeah. want to let down all the and I people didn't want around to let you down. and you've come this yeah. far, yeah,
2: yeah. And it was just like, as, as um, Javida was saying, the, the spiritual aspect of the play. The play was about a mask, the, the, the guardian of the mask, who was the uh, Princess Fatima, who is evoked when this mask is being sold. And um, she is advising and, and telling the young woman about her past and her ancestral links mm. to the mask. Mm. So it was, there was a lot of me in it. There was a lot of my own family stories in it as well. Right. Um, and wow, how off to it you doing it. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm very proud of it. It's probably the last, first and last time you'll see me on stage. <laughs> never, never. Wow. never yeah,
0: never say never. No. Say
2: never. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: Oh, gosh. <laughs> so in terms of um, next steps now, so w- w- what's what's next for you in, in well, Um,
2: I mean, I became a director um in April of last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, with COVID, um, our festival had to go online. One of the things that BlackFest did, as as a result of the Black Lives Matter and the death of George Floyd, was put together a soundscape, and I was one of. There were something like twenty two artists were asked to write something about how they saw the color black, something positive. Mm. And I put together um, a poem and submitted that. And what was very interesting is, I, again, I haven't written poetry since school. In school days, it was about sort of the boyfriend or <laughs> unrequited <laughs> love and things like that. But yeah. it's, it was one of those challenges which helped me... Through we had a lot of bereavement over the summer. And mm. it was something that I was able to actually channel um, how I was feeling into the poem, yeah. And it was about um, looking at blackness as sort of as Mother Africa, and also looking at the sort of we in Ghana, there's a bird called the Sankofa bird, which looks back on itself, and that's about how the past informs the future. And you you mustn't forget the past if you want to go Mm. forward. So that was sort of the vein vein of the poem that I wrote. But we had lots of um, contributions from different artists and it was absolutely fabulous. Um, The soundscape, we then had um, Rizzi Adegoke put it together and create a soundscape so that we recite the poem and the music and sound creates the the atmosphere and it's absolutely fantastic you'll find that on our webpage and yeah soundcloud um, isn't it soundcloud as well yeah it's so yeah powerful just moving wow I know it's it's it it gives you sort of goosebumps when you listen to it yeah Yeah. um but with the festival um the difference I think this year is that being on an online platform, it was more ac- academic in, in style. It was discussion-based. Mm. And um, I led the art and protest discussion. Mm. And what was you know, very interesting, or what I found very interesting, was that people were very interested in that sort of learning, finding out about how other, art, other Black artists worked, how they use their arts as protests. And and also, um, that was with the Tate, and also how uh, organisations like the Tate, well, they are the establishment at the end of the day, um, are moving forward and um, working with us to change the way things are done. So I thought that was really good. Good. Um, and, And from that, we we've developed into a more learning um, element, learning. The education strand has really started to develop. And that's, that's what sort of direction of travel at the moment. We still have all the other strands the drama, the music, but yeah. my particular um, area of strength was around the education. Yeah. Um, we are going to be involved in the year of writing. Mm-hmm. And we will also be um, doing things like for um, International Women's Day and and stuff throughout the summer. Yeah. That's absolutely fantastic.
0: I love it because it's so ambitious and it's so kind of overarching, covering so many themes that it, it, it can just run and run.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is, you, you know, you have to think big, you know, you can think big, if you don't have a big plan, the small things don't count, and it's from the small things that the big plan is built, so oh. you have some. You have to start somewhere, so, you know, if you have a vision, you can't do it all at once, otherwise it just fizzles out, you have to um, sort of staircase and build, put the building blocks in place, so that when you arrive at that point you have a steady and prosperous business you know and and you can look back and see your journey Um, yeah with the bird oh Susan that's so lovely (laughs) what a gorgeous analogy that it is it is
0: I love
2: all
0: that Susan thanks so much for coming on and sharing your story it's just mega inspirational thank you so much and um Definitely, you know, um, we'll stay in touch to promote the, the festival as, as oh, it comes that's to great. Thank in you. the future. So, yeah, thank you so much. Oh, um, so, much. Caitlin, it's it, it's up to us to wind down the show now. Um, we all don't want do...
2: to wind down now, I feel too like motivated, too full <laughs> no, of passion. I want, want to me. go change the world, yeah. <laughs>
0: Hopefully, this is what, right, after this show, we're going to change the world, yeah? That's
2: it, yeah. And oh, it starts so right inspiring. here, right here.
0: <laughs> right here. On the Right-Minded Podcast. <laughs> and thank you to uh, Jibida. Jibida, where can people find out about Blackfest?
1: You can find us at, um, on our socials. So our socials are on Twitter, at fest underscore black. And then on Instagram and Facebook, it's Blackfest Creatives. You can also go and visit our website. It's www.blackfest.co.uk. We are on SoundCloud, guys, as well. So if you want to listen on on our last year's festival as well, um, 2020, we all went digital. So all the festival is available for you guys to listen. And it's a bit of education And also it's enjoyable because the performances are actually on there as well. Um, So, yeah, that's found on our SoundCloud at Blackfest. We've also got a YouTube channel. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. and It's just Blackfest. So if you just search Blackfest, you can find us.
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, And I always forget to say loads of thank you. So I've got to say thank you to Andrew Smith, our our producer. Thank you for Chris Woodward uh, for booking the, the guest. And um if you want to contact us, it's likemindedproductions.co.uk. Um, please like our podcast, follow it, write a, a, a nice review. Um, we're on all the good platforms and some of the rubbish platforms as well. So please follow us and we've got more great guests for you. So Caitlin, thanks very much, and see you next time.
2: See you next Thank time. Thank you. Bye. Thank now. You. Bye. Bye.